a website called The Black Bookie, which is very cool. You got to stop by and check that out. And his slogan is, and I haven't hit this before, I'm going to hit it this time because it's the best one. His slogan is, if you snooze, you lose. And indeed, that is the case. There are only so many money making opportunities that we have. And he's going to tell you where they all are. It's the one and only Black Bookie. It's Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, how are you today? Good evening, America. Welcome to the Snooze You Lose podcast. I'm your host, Uncle Joe. This is a sports and a sports betting podcast where the motto is and always will be win together, lose together. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at The Black Bookie, wherever you're listening at right now. Hit that like button. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Subscribe. If you're listening to the show later on on streaming services, make sure you subscribe on there as well, too. New listeners, old listeners, you know how we rock. We don't try and take up too much of your time. Anybody join us in the chat, man. Thank you for being here. Another Monday. We are rocking. Like I said, we don't try to take up too much of your time. We're going to jump into a few topics. Anything you guys want to talk about in the chat as well, I'm here. I'm open. Tell a friend to tell a friend, though, and let's get things going. I mean, so much to start with. You see I'm rocking, if you can't see, the Rangers Christmas sweater edition here. We're getting to that time of the year. My wife already has the Christmas tree up. But shout out to the Rangers holding it down for New York sports. No disrespect, though, to the New York Liberty, who made it to the finals, just fell short. Um, an incredible season. They are definitely going to be contenders for the next five years easily. Uh, just fell short. But right now, the Rangers holding it down, keeping New York on its back. The Jets stink. The Giants stink. The Islanders stink. The Knicks of course, they're going to be the Knicks. They're going to play well. They're going to make you believe. They're going to compete. And then they're going to do Knicks things. So that's kind of how that goes. Let's let's be realistic. The roster that the Knicks have right now ain't better than Boston. Ain't better than Milwaukee. Ain't better than Denver. Uh, you know, it's just, it's not there. But they're going to compete. They got a big game tonight, actually. I was looking at the line before I hopped on Knicks Celtics tonight. Second game of the second time this season, they're facing off against each other where Boston took care of business in the first game. The Knicks battled, though, lost by four, came back, actually was down in that game, battled back at home, had the garden behind them, start the year off. Always optimistic. The Knicks are like the Mets. They're all the same. The Knicks, Mets, Jets are all the same. Started the season off optimistic. The future's bright. This might be the one. They all, they, it's all the same song and dance. And they come, you know, they rally behind the, the garden faithfuls and end up falling short. So then you see a game like tonight in TD Garden in Boston, where the Celtics are getting almost nine points. Nine and a half, not nine, nine and a half. Let's see, has it changed? Last time I saw it was at minus nine. What we got right now? Minus nine and a half. So still going up. And it's like. When uh, when people are on the Knicks, because that's look like where most betters are going to be at tonight. That seems like the smart choice, right? Because like we said, the first time these teams played each other to start the season, the Knicks battle. The Knicks also have a very good record against the Celtics. I think they are uh, they won three of the last four matchups or three of the last five matchups dating back to last year. So they played Boston very well. I actually took the Knicks that first game in the Garden to cover against the Celtics. I think it was six or seven, minus six, minus seven. I had the Knicks on that game. So the Knicks battle 
against this Boston team. And that's what, what I'm talking about. The Knicks are going to compete. They're going to be – they're a playoff team. They're not a contender. But you look at the line tonight, minus nine and a half. The Knicks are on a back-to-back, which makes you think, okay, Celtics have the rest advantage. But because of the way the Knicks have played the Celtics so well, it seems too obvious and too easy to just take the Knicks with the points. So you know, I had to take Boston. <laughs> I had to go the other way. It's as simple as that. Could I be wrong? Could the Knicks win this game? Absolutely. Could the Knicks cover this game? Absolutely. But when I look at the line, and when I've already seen how many people are on the Knicks tonight, and I still see it going in favor of the Celtics, it's got to make me think Boston's going to come out and blow this team out. We also have to remember, like I said, the Knicks did play yesterday. They're on a back-to-back. They played at home, though, so not a far trip going from New York to Boston. Also, was an early game, too, and it was a blowout. So most of their players didn't play more than 25 minutes. They were able to rest. They took care of business, punched the Hornets, and got and got to take a breather. But the Knicks shot so well yesterday, shot so well from the field, I got to believe it's hard to repeat that in a 24-hour span against a rival. We also have the Knicks are 2-2 two and two this year on the road. Boston has yet to lose a home game, 4-0. Everyone's healthy, no real injuries. R.J. Barrett, game-time decision, but I got to believe he's going to play. I mean, it says right now, one hour ago, he's questionable. I believe he will play, though. I just don't see the Knicks shooting the ball that well again tonight. And like I said, it just it seems too good to be true. When a team has played a team so well in the last four to five matchups, they were just in a dogfight with them less um, a month ago in their building. And now they're heading to the garden and it's almost a, a double digit favorite. It seems so good to be true. Vegas might know something that we don't. I'm taking it a shot with the C's. I took it on sports trade, though, so I got it around like minus six and a half, minus seven and a half. Uh, but it just seems too easy to take the next time with the point. It just seems too obvious. And sometimes when it's too good to be true, it is too good to be true. It could be a trap, though. Like I just said, the Knicks could easily win this game tonight. They could come to the Garden and give the Celtics their first home loss of the year easily. They could definitely easily cover the nine. But they also could get lose by 15. It's a, it, that's how it could go because if those shots aren't falling, Jalen Brunson gets in foul trouble, Randall's in foul trouble, those shots aren't falling like they were yesterday, they can easily lose this game by 15. Easily. And that's how it could go. And that's how betting in the NBA goes, period. But that's how I'm rolling. That's just how I'm looking at it. Off to a good start, like I already told you guys, it's only been a few games, nine games into the year. But like I said, we talked about it on the show. I do believe, even with the addition to Damian Lillard to Milwaukee, who hasn't played much yet, he has a calf injury, I still do believe the Celtics are the best team in the Eastern Conference. And it's funny, I remember somebody saying in the chat, like, oh, you know, losing Robert Williams is a huge piece. And they weren't wrong about that, but it's crazy. We look now, and Robert Williams is out for the year. And the same thing on that show, I said – he is a huge piece, and he's a factor, and he's someone you want in your lineup. But the problem is he's never healthy. He's barely there. He comes in and out. He plays for 15 games, misses 30. Plays for seven, misses 15. He's never consistent. He's never in the rotation. He's in and out. 
And now, once again, he's out for the year. I hope he gets well soon. Best wishes. But now he's out for the year. That's the only really NBA play I'm looking at. I've seen a lot of people say they're on the Cavs tonight. Cleveland is definitely starting to play better. Uh, getting healthy again. Jared Allen and guys back in their lineup and their rotation. They look like they're starting to click. Got a big win against OKC. Beat the Warriors twice. Really pissed off about that one. I was not expecting Steph and company to lose to this Cleveland team twice. The Warriors have started a lot of games this year on the road, and they finally were able to get home and couldn't take care of business. Uh, I was stunned. And then lost again at home the next night to the T-Wolves. So the Warriors really struggling to help Steph with any contribution. We've seen the numbers he's getting. Steph is out there being Steph. And it's it's ironic because we give so much love and praise, which we should, to what LeBron's doing in year 21, right? But what Steph's doing in year whatever he's in is still incredible, too. And he's had a lot more injuries, a lot of ankle surgeries, things like that. Steph is still out here dropping 35, 40 pieces with no help. With no help. It's insane. Zero. And the problem is ownership. They messed up trying to keep the band together, trying to keep Draymond together, trying to keep Clay there for what they have done for that city, what they've done for that organization. I get it. Gave them hometown discounts, made sure they stuck, kept the band together, kept the glue together. But the team's old. The team's old. They can't defend. Your youngest player is Kaminga. We still really don't know. Once it's flashes where it looks like he could be something, and then there's a lot of times where it's like, damn, this guy's a bust. The team's old. They can't defend. Uh, they, I still would have took them that game against the Cavs. I didn't think they would lose to the Cavs twice this year already, and especially, like I said, first game back home off a, off a tough road trip where, where they were playing well on the road. They're like 5-2 and two on the road. They've been, they have been playing good basketball on the road. Uh, so I didn't think they would come in and not take care of business at home. Oh, this, oh, this is a home record. I was trying to see. Home. Yeah, one and three at home this year. And it's, it's an oxymoron because last year they were terrible on the road and they could only win at home. And now so far to start the season, it's vice versa. But at the end of the day, Steph is going to keep them relevant going to keep them in games they'll steal a few because you'll have a few games where clay will get hot you'll have you he'll have streaks where he'll get hot you'll have a few streaks where you can get a good eight games 15 games out of Draymond. but when it comes down now to a full season and in a series when it's going to matter in the playoffs i don't believe in them i don't think they're a contender i really don't they played denver tough the other night right came down to the final shot steph meant to floater they lost the game Imagine that being a seven-game series. They can't keep up. They can't. They have no perimeter defense. They're too old. They can't. It can't keep up. So it don't matter. But he's not getting no help. I'm very stunned they lost the game. But like, point where we we're going with this was a lot of people on the Cavs tonight. DeAndre Fox is still out for the Kings. I'm not touching that game personally. The line has dropped from Cavs two and a half now to one and a half. Could be a scare tactic. Cleveland could be the play. I, I really don't like backing the Kings until Fox gets back. Uh, and the Cavs have been playing well. Like I said, Jared Allen's back in the lineup. They're getting healthy. They've been playing good ball. So 
I don't think I would fault anybody for looking the Cavs away tonight. But me personally, I, I have nothing on it. Bucks, Bulls, same thing. I, I don't want nothing to do with Milwaukee until they start figuring it out, until Dame comes back. Too many missing pieces, too many in and outs. They can't defend. Struggling right now. Giannis dropped 54 the other night and lost to the Magic. Are you shitting me? <laughs> I'm going to put my money on that. I don't think so. So, want nothing to do with that. The only, whoa. The Celtics line just went up to 10 and a half. No, somebody's got to be okay. Somebody's, somebody's got to be out. Either RJ just got announced he's not playing. Yeah. Three minutes ago. See, this is why we live. This is why we live. Stay at the stream. Tell a friend and tell a friend. This is why we're live. We're going through it as it's happening. Three minutes ago, RJ Barrett downgraded to out. That now I see now it really I already took the C's because I thought the line looked too easy for it to be in the favor of the Knicks. But now I love it. Because now I'm gonna put Drew Holiday on Jalen Brunson all night, and I'll let Julius Randle shoot his ass off. Go ahead. Shoot it 25 times. <laughs> we'll live with it. Let it fly, Julius. I'm gonna let Jalen Drew, you stick Jalen. Let him shoot. Let him shoot. RJ Barrett's out. Let him shoot. We're going to respect quickly. We'll, we can let him get 15, though. Yeah, he can get 15. Let Julius shoot all night long. I love it. I love it. I'm glad I got it early because 10 and a half is still a lot of points, especially against a division, uh, a conference rival. So still a lot of points, but let him shoot. Let I'm letting Julius shoot it all night long. Oh, I was said it right the first division rival. They're both in Atlanta. Yeah, call myself slipping. Yeah, division rival. So that's why I'm looking at the NBA tonight. Let's talk about our SYL pick before we get into the NFL. Once again, appreciate all you guys tuning in. We're gonna wrap it up soon. You know, we don't take up too much of your time. Tell a friend and tell a friend. Share the stream if you're watching on YouTube. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, follow us on all social media platforms at the Black Bookie. Check out my guys, We Like Sports Podcast. Our article didn't cash yesterday. Uh, we're going to get to that with the Ravens, just absolutely blowing it. Uh, but we are nine and four, though, in our last uh, article plays. So make sure you guys still check them out, though. I'm still being, they're still here. Should, we should be 10 and three right now. But that, that was a bummer. Yesterday was real. We're going to get to that. But our snooze you lose pick tonight, we're heading to the ice. Uh, the Monday night football matchup, I kind of lied in my video. I don't care about it. I don't care about it. The Bills should win this game. They're, they're, financially, there's not an edge there for me because I don't trust Buffalo. They can't run the football. I'm not going to say the Broncos are playing well. They have won two straight, but they're not playing well. They beat, they caught the Chiefs slipping. They beat the Chiefs for the first time in a decade. So I'm not going to say they're playing well, but financially, I just wanted no parts of it. I really didn't, I didn't look at it. Once I saw the two teams playing, I just really just didn't want no parts of it. The Bills should win, though. It's, it's as simple as that. You're at home. Denver, you got a West Coast team coming to the East Coast. It's cold. Not that Denver doesn't get cold, too, but it's cold. It's windy out. There's no... It, the Bills aren't a pretender. They're pretenders to me, but you better not lose this game. 
It's simple. You better not lose this game at home. Though. There's no reason you should lose this game at home on Monday night against Russell Wilson. It shouldn't happen. It's as simple as that. If you took the minus seven, I don't blame you. I wanted nothing to do with it, though, but it just shouldn't happen. It's as simple. There's nothing else to talk about. It shouldn't happen. I snooze you lose pick tonight. We head to the ice. And I'm going with the Colorado Avalanche. So Colorado, right now the line sits at minus 155, which I do like. Hasn't been going up. Hasn't been going out. Hey, sometimes when the line's dancing, it could mean something. It could mean nothing. It could be a pump fake. It could it could mean that you're on the wrong side of things. You really don't know. But some you got to stick with your gut. I like Colorado for a few reasons. One, they're playing Seattle. They're playing the Kraken in Seattle. Seattle gave Colorado their first home loss of the year just a few days ago. First home loss of the season. I'll give you the exact date. It was literally like two days ago. Maybe three. November 9th, Thursday. Gave Colorado their first home loss of the year. So that's one reason I like that. Definitely revenge spot for Colorado. Not only losing that game, but getting your first home loss of the year against Seattle. Number two, Colorado then played the Blues and got absolutely embarrassed. Lost 8-2 to two at home once again and was called out about it by their head coach, uh, manager, rather they say in hockey, after the matchup, saying the team quit. It was 4-1, ended up being 8-2 in a blink of an eye, saying his team absolutely quit. It was embarrassing. It was unexplainable. So I think they come out tonight with a little fire. Normally, you you, you got to try and ride that. Does it always factor into things? No, but we're in a position where we're going to try and ride. You know, like when teams have player-only meetings and stuff like that, we're going to try and see, did that meeting mean something? Let, did the meeting mean something? Let's, let's, let's take a shot. Let's see if it, if, it, if it resonated. So I like that the manager called this team out for their lack of play, lack of effort. You would have to believe they're going to come out tonight and fight. Once again, try and get revenge against a team that just gave them their first home loss of the year on Thursday. Today's Monday, fresh in their mind. It's like they almost didn't care about that Blues game. It's almost like they were looking forward to get to Seattle and give them a taste of their own medicine and beat them in their home building. Colorado's a good team. They lost two games in a row. They're still a good team, still a top three team in the West. So I like the Avs to bounce back tonight. I like how the line hasn't been going up and down, which is also in our favor. It's kind of stayed where it's at since we took the play. So I like Colorado tonight to bounce back after being embarrassed by St. Louis, getting called out by their manager, and facing a team that gave them their first home loss on Thursday. I like the Avs tonight. If you don't want to – the minus 155, is you guys know, is way more juice than I like you normally give out. I usually like to stay around the 130, 140 max. But to be safe, I'm going to take it at 155. I would not blame you at all for taking it in regulation because I do think they won this game in regulation. And my guy, Bet the House, uh, make sure you guys follow him, underscore Bet the House, underscore. He's taking the over first period, which means he thinks there's going to be more than two goals in the first period. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Abs score both goals themselves in this first period. They have to come out right out the gate, apply pressure, get on the board, and play with some energy, play with some effort, and respond to their head coach calling them out and try and kick this team's ass for beating them on their home ice. So that's our play tonight. That's our official play. The other game site in the NHL is the Oilers and the Islanders. 
Edmonton just fired their coach. Once again, something you might want to ride. That's kind of what we did with Michigan with their whole scandal on Friday. Uh, sorry, it was Saturday with Harbaugh being suspended. We took the Wolverines. Kind of same thing. Edmonton might come out. Hey, you see it right now with the Raiders, right? The Raiders look like a complete different team since firing Josh McDaniels and going with Antonio Pierce. A complete different team, complete different mindset. Guys are smart. I ain't never seen Devontae Adams so happy. Since, since he was playing with Aaron Rodgers. I've never seen such a smile on his face. They smoking cigars in the locker room. Now, it's crip. That's what happens when you have a cancer. We have a cancer in the locker room that can do it. So Edmonton, who's off to a terrible start to year, 3-9-1, and nine, one, should not be this bad with the talent that they have. I think the Islanders stink. Like I already told you, the Rangers are carrying this city on their back. The Islanders have lost four straight. So normally a game where maybe they could get right against an on record another bad team. But like I said, new coach. They just fired their coach. I wouldn't be surprised if the Oilers came out and took care of business at home. Breath of fresh air. Another voice in the air. Another person to resonate with. I would not be surprised if the Oilers came out and got a, got a W for the new coach tonight. Especially with how bad the Islanders have been anyway. I would not be surprised. Let's talk about the NFL. Recap quickly things yesterday. <sighs> Colts, Pats. I took Indy personally because New England was already one and four on the road. They're terrible on the road. I didn't think if they can't win on the road in America, I don't think they would win on the road in Germany. But my goodness. Gardner Minshew did not look great. This Colts defense was able to hold on, and that was by the benefit of Mac Jones being as bad as he is. Patriots defense played phenomenal as well, too. But it's it's like we keep talking about it. Something's got to give with this with this New England. The Sun's got to give. Because now you, you can't have a team. You can't have your defense holding the team to 10 points, and you got six. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's not working. <laughs> the Mac Jones situation is not working. Kids can't. There's no way this kid has confidence. No way he believes in himself. He clearly knows his coach doesn't believe in him. There's got to be a change. There's got to be a change. Steelers, Packers. Pittsburgh was one of our plays in our teaser that the Ravens ruined. And Pittsburgh won this game. But I'll tell you this. This is not sustainable. They can't score. This is now only the sixth game out of the last seven games where they six out of seven matchups. Excuse me, five out of seven matchups. They've only gone over 20 points twice in the last seven games. It's not sustainable. And if Jordan Love was a little bit better, the Steelers would have lost this game by two possessions because the Packers kept getting into the red zone. They just couldn't cash and had to settle for field goals. They were there. Five times they got to the red zone. Three of them they had to settle for a field goal, and one was intercepted. This is a better QB. The Steelers easily lose this game. And that's the only reason we rode with them was because Jordan when no one's buying into Jordan Love. No one's buying into it. But this is not sustainable. The Steelers right now sit in playoff position. They're 6-3. and three, But with this offense, it's not sustainable. Your, your defense can't keep bailing out like this. It's not going to work. It, it's not, it can't last. Joshua Dobbs keeps winning for the Vikings. Might have found himself a home. 
Sorry, Kirk Cousins, but you're kind of expensive, so I don't think you're going to be back. Ravens, Browns. I actually wrote this down because I, I seen it earlier and I couldn't believe it. This is the Browns' first win since 2014 when being down 14 points. We only needed the Ravens to not lose by two. They lost by two. After being up 14 points in the fourth quarter, they were literally, they were outscored 17 to nothing in the final nine minutes of the fourth quarter. Games like that, it, it's hard to sleep at night. <laughs> you know you was on the right side, you made the right call, the, the game... Even when it, I'll tell you, when it was twenty four to nine, I stopped checking the score. I just like oh, okay, now we just gotta wait for Seattle because this one's over. The Steelers were already in command. They were not command, but I knew that if they were going to lose that game, they weren't gonna lose it by four. Because in our play, we had Pittsburgh plus three and a half. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I knew if they were gonna lose, it wasn't gonna be by four. So when it was 24 to 9, I turned it off. I, I saw it. OBJ scored. They dancing. Oh, this is over. At home, look up, kicking a game winning field goal to lose by two. Those are the ones you lose sleep about. You lose sleep about those. Raiders, Jets. I'm not going to, we can't, I'm not going to keep bashing on the Jets because of the Jets. It kind of is what it is at this point. But Michael K asked Robert Sala this question, and it we've all been asking the same thing. Why not give Trevor Simeon a shot? Trevor Simeon is the backup quarterback to Zach Wilson with Aaron Rodgers being out. Why not give him a shot? What do you have to lose? Zach Wilson's confidence? It's already shot. It's gone. No confidence. You haven't scored in 30... You haven't scored a touchdown in 36 possessions consecutively. 36 consecutive possessions without getting to the end zone. What do you have to lose? You have nothing. Give him a chance. Let Trevor Simeon play. Give him a chance. Is he Tom Brady? No. Is he better than Zach Wilson? Let's find out. Let's find out. We know the offensive line is bad. But the, this defense is absolutely remarkable, and it's a crime. It's a crime to go out there every week and play this well and force three and outs, force turnovers, get after it. Stay healthy, too. You got Quint Williams and Mosley and Sauce Gardner. Be healthy out there, making plays, and then have this dude just come out and not do nothing. And I really don't think he's not trying. He's just not that good. So give Trevor Simeon a chance. There's nothing to lose at this point. I said this a month ago. You have nothing to lose. Who cares about his confidence? He's already shot. We all know he sucks. It's that the the, the blindfold's been pulled up. We all know. That's okay. Give you can't keep wasting these defensive efforts on Zach Wilson. You can't keep doing it. It's criminal. Give him a shot. Give him a shot. 
Who else we got? Lions, Chargers. Any surprise? I wrote this one down too, right? It's remarkable. My throat, sorry. A pause. <clears throat> the Chargers. The 13th most three-point losses since 2020. Are we surprised? This is what they do. They can't close out games. They can't win close games. They can't do it. Can't do it. They lead the league in it since 2020. They can't do it. It's not a surprise. They can't do it. They can't close out games. Everything else, right? Business as used, except for, wow, <clears throat> statement by the 49ers? I mean, they've been struggling. Some questions about Brock Purdy now and his health, and Ivan came at him and said he's starting to look average. Not that he's not good. You know what I'm saying? Special sauce looked like it was wearing off because his last two weeks, three weeks, he was looking average. But wow, 34-3? Come on, Jags. In your own building? I'm not expecting you to win every game, but you gotta show some pride. A field goal? These are these are measuring sticks. This is how you're being compared to a potential Super Bowl contender. You can't put up three points in your own building. It's not acceptable. But I love you guys. As always, once again, quick wrap up. I jumped on it earlier. We talked about it earlier. RJ Barrett is out tonight. I'm on the Celtics. The Knicks line just looks too easy. It looks too easy. <clears throat> With the points, it looks too easy. Could they win this game? Absolutely. Could they cover? Absolutely. But... When a team has played, when the Knicks have played the Celtics so well and almost double-digit dogs, I know they played yesterday, but they played early. It's not far travel. It looks too good to be true to just take the Knicks with the points. I'm on the Cs. Like I said, especially with no R.J. Barrett, I'm going to put Drew Holiday on R.J. I'm sorry. I'm going to put Drew Holiday on Jalen Brunson all night. And I'm going to let Julius Randle shoot till his arms get tired. Go ahead and knock yourself out. Let it fly. Let it fly. But our official play, Colorado, money line, 155. Wouldn't blame you to take it in regulation, though. But I like the Avalanche to get revenge. Just got called out by their head coach for lack of effort. Get revenge against a team that just beat them on Thursday and gave them their first home loss. I'm rolling with the Avs. Let's put some money in the account. I appreciate you guys. If you missed any part of the stream, you can go back and watch it. This will also be on streaming services, so you can listen to it as there as well. Tell a friend to tell a friend. As always, in the words of the icon, Billy Walters, I've had some losing weeks. I've had some losing months. Never had a losing year. Snooze or lose podcast. Till next time.